the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. And if you'd like to join us, you can. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Thompson's Auto Repair has been in Mesa since 1970, but Brian and Thelma come from two families that have been pumping gas and working on cars since the 60s and maybe even the 50s in Mesa. So they've been around the block, and they know what gasoline smelled like probably when they were younger having dinner when Dad just got home. So they both are good people. So if you're in Mesa, the only shop, I'm sorry to tell you, the only shop that I can hang my hat on and and guarantee you that you'll be treated fairly is Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. He's on Main Street just east of Stapley. Car repair um, isn't tough as long as we have a process and I, I would say to you that 75% of the shops out there really, really do a good job and really try to do a good job. But like I just told you last segment, we all fall down. There's times we fix the wrong noise. There's times that we tell you we're going to fix something and we didn't fix something. There's times where we have a mis- miscommunication where you called it a vibration and we called it an engine misfire. That kind of stuff. That's kind of important on on how that works. But the most important part is just communication. And as a consumer, you should make sure that they write down what you're saying. Most all of us do. We stand in front of a computer terminal and we usually type what you're saying. That way we can hand that to the technician and the technician can decide what he needs to do. The technician can also look at it and, um, and hear your words. Many of us are allowing our technicians to call the customer and ask questions. Now, sometimes you have technicians that we don't do that, and you can (laughs) imagine why. (laughs) And other times we have technicians that we can trust to do that and do it in a professional way. So I've had some some technicians that I wouldn't even want um, to be in the lobby. It's sometimes... They're a little rough around the edges. Sometimes they have long hair and beards. I have one of those guys. And sometimes they're very quiet and they don't talk. So we have extremes, but most of us are interested in just a communication. The better we communicate, the more success we're going to have trying to fix the problem that you have. Who have we got, Gil? Say hello to Mike. Mike, good morning. How can I help you? Hey, how you doing, Mark? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, um, we're me and my son. We're getting ready to put on a timing belt water pump kit on my Kia 06 Kia. And you know, I went to the parts store, and it comes as a kit, and it has a it has a gasket in there. 
and I asked, obviously asked the tenant there, do we need silicone or whatever to mount this thing? He, he didn't know. I, I, what, do, what do you guys do at your shop when you're putting on your water pumps? Do you use that gasket, or is that the only thing you use? Well, and let me ask you, it depends. Um, on both sides of the gasket, what is there? Is this a cover that has oil on one side and atmosphere on the other, or is it a coolant jacket? Or what is? what are the two things we're trying to keep apart? Well, the it's the water pump to the the engine. Timing cover, maybe? No, it's not the is, timing cover. It's actually the water pump to to where it connects to the motor. Okay. You know, where the so water... That, yeah, I'm familiar with where the water pump does it, but what I'm trying, to, to, trying yeah. to get from you is, does the timing cover go on first and the water pump go on second or the other way around? No, the timing cover goes on last. Okay, so it, it goes, actually goes over it. Yeah. Already attached the water pump. Okay, to answer yeah. your question as best I can is, I would have used a little silicone on one side of the gasket. Um, mm-hmm. If you smear yep. silicone over both sides, go ahead. Is that any kind of special silicone? Because he said, well, it's over there if you want to use some water pump sealant. I mean, is that something we, you know, we should use? I just get the like smallest two of silicone. Yeah, a blue yeah. would be my red. Usually is exhaust, and blue is usually engine and okay. stuff. But don't put it on okay. both sides of the gasket. Do you have any idea why? Uh, no, that's why I'm calling. Okay. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. That's okay. Um, if we put it on both sides, and then when you tighten down the bolts and the and the water pump, it'll have a tendency to squeeze the gasket out because we've lubricated both sides. So if we keep oh, one see. side dry and one side with silicone, we're less likely to squeeze that gasket out of the way. And that's why we only do one side and not both. Okay, that's great. And that's how you do it at your shop most of the time? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't okay, tell you anything side. different than what I, what I want my guys to yeah. do. Now, on valve covers, we're going to silicone the side that touches the valve covers. We're not going to smear silicone all over the head and try to do both for the same reason. We don't want the gasket to move. So if you, oh, I see. you know, you, you can picture yeah. what I'm trying to say is, is I'm yeah. telling you that chances of you having a leak um, because of the silicone or not, I mean, chances of you having a leak if you don't use silicone are pretty slim anyway. But That's I would like problem. it better. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like it better if you bought silicone, a 3M silicone, Permatex silicone, um, something mm-hmm. that, um, I mean, clear would be fine. <laughs> a blue would be fine. I'd probably just stay away from the red because this isn't the application for that. Okay. Okay, outstanding. Yeah, because they weren't, like I said, over there at the store, they weren't sure either. They're just like, yeah, if you want, go over there. But I just wanted to make sure because obviously you don't want to have to redo it. Bitly. Oh, no, you're you're doing a big job. Um, on a one to yeah. ten scale, that's a seven or an eight. So I'm impressed, and I kind of like that. I heard yeah. you say that your son's there looking over your shoulder. Well, that's, <laughs> well, let's just say he's doing ninety percent of the work. I'm just kind of overseeing oh. it. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, okay. Well, if he's capable and of doing I, the numbers, I, I, and I ask questions, ahead. he doesn't. So that's why oh. I'm calling you. <laughs> does 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 this look like something that he wants to do for a living? Uh yeah, actually he does. He's gonna he wants to be a diesel truck mechanic. Okay. All right. Yep. Well um AIA
would be, or the East Valley Institute of Technology would be the place that I would send him. Certainly he can go mm-hmm. to all over the country to very expensive schools that will train him how to be a BMW and Jaguar and all them kinds of cars and Chevy's Ford's Chrysler's and all that kind of stuff. But the debt service that you'll have when you get out of there is just overwhelming. And I think well, you get the same he, kind of hands on He's an auto treat. shop at his school, at his high school right now. And yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I, I, that's a great start. And then he would apply at a shop for a kind of a light duty technician. He would explain mm-hmm. that his skills include oil changes and checking all the fluids, the belts, the hoses, and the tires, because that's what an oil change is. So he that's would explain where you get to them. Started, huh? Yeah, but one of the places that my son started, who's now forty years old, was Discount Tire. And uh, he, oh, yeah. he said one day to me, <laughs> I have a nephew. He said, I have a nephew who works there. Yeah. And there's a kid that I would love to hire, but they love him more than I can afford to pay him because they pay him more than I want to pay him. But I'd love right. to have him. But but my yeah, I remember my son saying to me, you know, when he was 18 years old, so 20, he, that was 20 years ago. He said, um, they don't talk to us the way that you talk to me and i said well if that guy's son was working there he sure would especially when you have to make an example of your own kid but um, he he learned a tremendous amount of customer service tire balance tire installation symptoms driven uh, tires tire symptom and an analysis of the tire you know vibration or whatever so i'm i think i'm excited and here's the good news the good news is is that a lot of us have five-day work weeks we have a 401k and i know that we match 50 percent of what you put in we have medical insurance Um, we have all kinds of benefits and there are technicians that work for me that make between 40 and a hundred thousand dollars a year depending on their skill level so it's not something well aware of yeah, he's well aware of what what uh, you know what he could make. You know, yeah, as, it'll uh, take him tech. Yeah, five or ten years, but he should open up his door to to general repair. He shouldn't get hung up mm-hmm. on just working on Kias because that's going to be a market. No. To, and we want him to have the self confidence to to transfer that and take the front of any kind of motor apart, with some exceptions. So, right. All right well, Mike. Right. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And the doorbell just rang. Who's there, Gil? That would be Henry. Henry, good morning. I'm back. I'm, I know you missed me last week. No, Henry. No, no. I, 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 yes, I did. Yes, yes, I did, Henry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, I did. All right. I got two for you today. Now, let's talk about tire inflation. Air... A tire might, re- let's say a tire requires 36 pounds of air. If I was to put in helium, let's just say it's an experiment that's lighter than air, could I put in more than 36 pounds? I, I have air, no idea. helium is lighter than air? I have, I have no idea. Nobody's ever asked me. Why would you want to do that? Do you think that you're going to get better fuel economy? No, I was trying to figure out if I could put in more air than the, tire, than the car weighs and I can float the car. Um, have you been? If I can somehow this figure one? out how to fill up, uh, let's say a car weighs a thousand pounds, just take that number, and each tire I could put two hundred and fifty pounds of air in. Well, actually, it'd have to be more because if it was equal, the car would just hover. But if it was more air than the car weighed, then the car would float, wouldn't it? Okay. Well, let let's join hands just for a minute of prayer. 
dear Lord. <laughs> um, you, you, I have obviously been bad because um, this gentleman is asking me to put helium in his car so his car floats, and um, and please give me the patience to to deal with this kind of thing that I have absolutely no idea the answer to the question nor have I ever met anybody in my life that thought that helium now to answer your question bluntly 32 pounds of helium is the same as 32 pounds of air okay so if you want to put helium in knock yourself out all right second question I was working on this invention in the 90s, fingerprint recognition for your car. So instead of a key, you would use your finger to unlock the door, put it alongside the steering column to unlock it and start it. Yes. What do you think of that concept? And you would never need a key again. Well, I don't have enough experience of that whole thing, but I can tell you this much for me. It really wouldn't work because there are a lot of times that my hands have uh, in the crevices of my fingernails is horse crap and mud, and grease, and, um, uh, you know, whatever. And so I'm concerned that I would be in a hurry to go home and go to the bathroom, but my car wouldn't start because my thumb has a bunch of grease or horse poop in it. So I'm not a fan of that kind of technology, but perhaps other people are, and if they do, they'll call in. But i got to run, Henry. God bless you, buddy. We'll be back. Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts, we pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be, then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works, we want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. This is Jerry Boyer. This radio station has been telling you for months that November's election could vastly change our country's future. If you believe in liberty, supported by a strong economy, and religious freedom, your values are on the line. Please register and prepare to vote at your polling place or by absentee. This election is huge. We are at a crossroads. We all should vote. And keep listening to this station for what this election means. Forever Living Products seeks an IT business analyst in Scottsdale, Arizona to participate in design and implementation of new software solutions and deployment of existing solutions into new markets. Send resume, attention, ITBA 71819, Forever Living Products, 7501 East McCormick Parkway, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85258. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. I'm a veteran. My victory was admitting I had PTSD and getting help. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I no longer see it as a weakness, but as a sign of strength. I call it post-traumatic growth. 
DAV provides a lifetime of support helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. I'm a veteran. When I got out, I felt like Nora was safe. My victory was finding the help I needed. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Thanks to DAV, now I feel like I'm human again. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Hey, parents of children with asthma, here's another hit from the Breathe Easies. Come on and clean up the mold. Whoa. Clean up the mold. Whoa. Mold can trigger asthma in kids young and old. Come on and clean up the mold. Whoa. Clean up the mold in your house. Whoa. This song may be fun, but childhood asthma is not. Preventing asthma attacks can be as simple as cleaning up the mold and mildew in your house. For more Breathe Easy tips to help stop asthma attacks, go to noattacks.org. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. 20 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, my name is Mark Salem, and we're here talking about cars every Saturday. We've got three lines uh, taken. We've got two available, 602-508-0960. Automatic Transmission Exchange has been in Phoenix since 1968. Phil knows new Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble, those guys that used to drive their cars with their feet sticking through the floorboard. He's been around a long time. You just need to meet him to know that I'm telling you, he's one of the longest transmission guys, knowledgeable transmission guys in the valley. So they're at 40th Street in Washington. If you have a transmission problem, may I suggest Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington. And let's go to Paul. Paul, am I going to need to pray at the end of your conversation? I certainly hope not. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm ready. Anyway, there have been times in my life where I could only afford two new tires for my vehicle. And within the last 10 years or so, the tire dealers are insisting on putting the new tires on the back. And I kind of prefer them on the front so the car goes where I point it. Okay. Is there any insurance reason or whatever for their insisting that the tires go in the back? Yes. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. We always thought that if you had a front tire blowout, that that was the most that that was the most traumatic thing that was going to happen to you, and the ability to recover from a front tire blowout was more than most people could handle. That was the thought process. I was a part of that. But I am a fan of the new because here's why. I do lots of work for insurance companies and cars that are wrecked and airbag modules and mechanical issues. But by far, the cars that are crashed most, the most people that are hurt, end up because of a rear wheel tire blowout. Now, I want you to think about this. Let's pretend your car is sitting on your kitchen table, okay? And let's pretend that the front points away from you. I want you to drive a nail straight through the car on the right rear tire. And when you do that, um, and then the car blows the right rear tire, it causes an uncontrollable situation for the driver. So all of a sudden, you've got this drag which pitches the car to the right, and most people cannot even come close to gathering that car up. So I agree that new tires should be put on the back. But you can overrule them if you insist. 
and you say, fellas, thank you very much for trying to take care of me, but I would much prefer to have him on the front, thank you, and just end the end the argument right there. I've tried that. didn't work. Okay. And and you can just go to your regular normal. If it, I mean, I don't know if you were at a tire store or you were at your regular shop, but there are times that I will let um, a customer dictate the repair. I'm just going to make note of it in the work order to make sure that I don't pay, you know, some kind of a lawsuit price down the road. But it is much more difficult. As a matter of fact, you can you can see it on race day. You can see when the car blows a right rear tire or a left rear tire, it just causes an automatic spin. Now, it's different because they're doing hundreds of miles an hour, but I think the, the drawing the picture with my voice on the radio is, is kind of where we're at. But that's, uh, that's what I would do. But nevertheless, you bring up a good point, and thank you very much for that. Thanks, Mark. You're welcome. When, it, when we talk about those kinds of things, um, those are kind of new technology stuff, and it is very difficult to decide what to do. I also made a mistake last week about this. People want to put nitrogen in their car. First of all, the machines that they use to put nitrogen in your car are incapable of 100% nitrogen. They're more capable of the low 90s or the high 80s. The nitrogen in the air that's in front of your mouth right now is 80%. If you'll let me round, 79.6 to 80 I don't understand why we want to pay money or have somebody put nitrogen in our car when it's not an airplane that's landing with 200 tons of people. It's not a NASCAR race car. Um, Those are the kinds of people that would use nitrogen. There is no benefit to a person with nitrogen in their tires. There's none. It's called a RCO, a reoccurring sales opportunity. If I put nitrogen in your tires and I put green caps on them, you're going to come back when you need air. And I get to sell you oil changes, tire rotations, shock absorbers that are leaking oil. I get a chance to sell you something and inspect your car. I think that's self-explanatory. Robert or Roger, good morning. Hi. Hi. Um, Don't have a scientific question for you, but... Uh, 2012 Chevy Silverado four-wheel drive, 52,000 miles. The uh, Stabila track light uh, intermittently comes on every now and then, and it'll stay on and then shut it off and come back, and it'll be off. Um, and then once it happened in the last month, I lost the entire display. There was no mileage, no no radio, no nothing, and, and then it came back on. Okay. I can't put those two problems together. Um, I've never seen them together. Uh, I'd I'd say that I'm 99% sure that they're completely unrelated. The Stabila track is is going to, it's 99 times out of 100, it's lost lost sight of one of the wheel sensors. So, you know, three of the tires are doing 45 and one of them's doing 70 or one of them's doing one or something like that. We literally plug in a device to the car not a scanner or not a, a code reader. That's not what we want. We want a scanner where we can see live data. And we go over behind the Safeway and we do circles to the right and circles to the left and we're constantly monitoring. Usually the guy in the passenger seat's watching the scanner and he goes, oh, we're dropping off that right one. Here's how you can help yourself. That light's going to come and go based on some activity that you're in. And I think you'll find that it comes on when you make right turns more, far more than anything else you do. And I think it'll probably go off when you make right turns. This is not in stone. 
um, but it seems to be a pattern. Second of all, the sensors are usually on the back side of the backing plate, and if you want to get your garden hose and just hose that area off on the back side of the brake mechanism on all four tires, that works about 20% of the time. Let's get the dirt and the fuzz off the sensor. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah it does make sense because the last time I did it, I did. I turned right and kind of a gravelly surface, and then the thing came on. Yeah, it's just lost control of one of the sensors, and it doesn't know what's going on. So it turns on the light. Now the light's yellow. That means caution. The light means you can continue to drive. You just don't have Stabilitrack. That's all. So if yeah. you were on your way home from St. Louis, I w- and if I was with you, I'd say, come on, let's just keep going, Roger. That's what I'd say. Yeah, I, yeah I'm not worried about it if it comes on. I mean, uh, shoot, how many cars have I owned that never had that? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, You're did right. we really need it? Um, it, it, it is nice um, because it'll, it's designed to keep the nose in the right direction. So, you know, it's really wow. hard. You remember in the old Camaros and the old Fords when we were kids and, we, and we'd swing the the back end left and right 90 degrees? Yeah. You, you can't yeah. do that on today's cars. <laughs> so, I know. Unless you push the button and disable this Tavella track, and then you can do it. But it does, it does in fact, um, save people's lives because – um, and, and, and sometimes it's really sophisticated where it, it, it can break the tire. So if you're going down the road and all of a sudden the car's going to the left for some reason, we can apply that right rear tire, which will bring your nose back straight. So it can get pretty sophisticated. Um, Robert, stay right there, please. And I'll be back with you in just a minute, actually in probably about three minutes. Anybody else, there's four lines available, but Robert's first, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And when we come back, the first thing I'm going to do is talk about Blackwell Auto, and then I'm going to take Robert. And Robert, it'll cost me 15 seconds to talk about Tom at Blackwell Auto because Heck, he just got out of jail, and his wife loves him again, and the kids are talking to him again, and things are looking up for him, and nothing I've said is the truth. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. A general manager is sought by Bill Grammy and Associates LLC in Glendale, Arizona to manage and facilitate the operational flow across the different departments, including sales and delivery, customer and product service, and marketing lead generation department. Minimum requirements, associate degree in business administration or a related field, plus 18 months of experience in the job offered or as a manager or project manager or coordinator or specialist in product distribution, project planning, and management. 
Must have 18 months experience using Excel spreadsheets working with pivot tables, advanced formulas, and databases. Demonstrate ability to analyze operating and financial information to make systematic improvements to fulfillment processes. Excellent problem-solving, decision-making, and negotiation skills. Email resume to shbilgrami at msn.com. Hey kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes I, my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma, accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. All about that. Well, thank you for sticking with us. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, I was telling you about Blackwell Automotive, 40th Street and Gwendolyn, 40th Street and Greenway. We've been friends for a long time, as you can tell. I'm allowed to tease him because he teases me. But he's really good at what he does. So if you live in that northeast Scottsdale area, may I suggest Blackwell Automotive, 40th and Greenway. He's the only shop up in that area that I can really say is going to treat you fairly. Blackwell Automotive. Let's go to Robert. Robert, thank you for holding. How can I help you? Hey, sure. Hey, Mark, wasn't yes. it last week you were talking to us about flushing out power steering? I heard you talking about that, I think. Yeah, I did. So I'm thinking about doing that. And this Nissan has got the pump that's electrically operated instead of the belt operated. You guys see those? Um, yeah, yeah, we do. They're, they're, they're not even a 1% kind of thing. No, yeah, not, not so 1%. I'm just kind of curious what you've seen. What do you expect if if you pull off that return line? Does it gush well, out really fast or what? The re, the return line, well, there's a pressure yeah, to the reservoir. return. And the pressure is going to have the real pressure, but the return line right. is just going to come out. So, yes, you could take the return line off the back of the pump. You need about three feet of hose to go into right. a bucket. 
and yeah. you start it up, you need your wife in the car, your son or your daughter or your girlfriend, but hopefully not your wife and your girlfriend, and she's going to start the car up, and she's going to take her finger and slowly turn it to the right, to the lock position, then slowly turn it to the left, to the lock position, and she's going to do that while you're dumping fluid. While you're pouring you're, it. Yeah, but what do you see? Well, how much does that stuff come flying out really fast? Not, or, not on the return line. Kind of, yeah. But see, here's the deal. When you take the return line off of the the pump, the fluid in the pump is going to come out. Well, you have to put some yeah. kind of a cap on that. So yeah. you're just going to aim the return line in a five-gallon bucket. It isn't that tough, but let me tell you this much. You make a mistake, you're going to have a mess that's going to take you forever to clean up. Yeah, it now, does sound like a pain, doesn't you, it? So, see if you can find somebody that will rent you a two-straw vacuum kit. So on one of them, we're putting fluid in, and the other, we're sucking it out, and we just go through the neck where you add fluid to it. Does that make sense? It's almost like what the dealer said they do. They just said they pour the fluid in and suck it back out. Yeah, there's you, we kind can of do getting that. a mixture though. I was trying to just get the fluid well, to go one way, you know, new coming in and old coming out. But you're right, but but it's 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 a lot cheaper. It's a lot quicker. And, and and if there's a difference between the end of the day, it, it depends on how long the technician's going to sit there and flush it with two straws, one sucking and one pushing. In the in the filler neck of it, it depends on how long he is. But, I mean, if he does it for three minutes to five minutes, well, three minutes, four minutes, then that that's sufficient. But if they just do it for 60 seconds, then... Um, I'll but go you're never that. So there's, there's some sort of a pump that you can have a sucking and a pulling at the same time. Well, we have two. They make a machine with two straws, and so yeah. one pushes fluid in, and the other sucks the fluid out. It's going to take you a little longer. You're going to use more fluid when you do that because it's going to start with 10% new fluid, then go to 20, 50, 70, 80, 90, and 100. Speaking of that, I bought a quart of that stuff. It's like gold. It's 20 bucks for a quart. Well, and there you go. Wow, that, that's what you get for buying an electric power steering pump. So, but really, look in your owner's manual and find out what this oil change interval is. I'm willing to bet that it's it's a lot longer than what you got right now. So, mm-hmm. if because okay. that system is closed, it's black, you know, and that's what got me thinking. It was okay. It was low, and looking the bottom, and it's just black. Okay, all right. Well, I got to run, but Robert, good luck to you. Thank you very much, Bob. You're up next. How can I help you? Okay, looks like Bob dropped Mark, so we're going to oh. go to Gary. Is it Gary or Jerry? Gary. Gary. Gary, I'm sorry. How can I help you, Gary? Yeah, Mark. Uh, 59 uh, Buick LeSabre nail head. Um, I noticed the brake line on the driver's side is underneath the exhaust manifold, but not that far from it. it is, is it possible that that line could get so hot driving that the fluid would expand slowly to where your brake pedal gets less and less? Um, it, what it's going to do is vaporize the brake fluid. So it's going to, instead of being a liquid, it'll turn to a vapor. And now your your brake pedal will get spongy. So you could go buy some uh, insulation tape and wrap that line for, what, six, eight inches, if that's what you wanted to do. But if Yeah, you I have got some ex- insulation tape uh, uh, online. Um, uh, but And what was happening was, you know, the brake pedal was becoming less and less till the brakes started applying themselves, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm 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 not quite sure that that is a symptom of of an air bubble in the fuel in the brake system. I I I don't think that's it. I I'm I'm almost sure that's Well, they're sure working now it. because uh, a Blackwell fixed it and he got the uh, uh brakes adjusted uh to where the, you know they're working now. 
I was just okay. thinking theoretically, can that happen? Can the can the brake fluid expand? Um, no. I, no. Even if there's no bear bubble, can it? You're saying that? Well, that's not it. That's just not it. Well, it uh, again. If the, if you're talking about a brake line that's close to the exhaust manifold and you're concerned about the interaction of the two of them, it's going to cause the brake fluid inside the brake line to turn to a vapor. Now it's an air bubble, and so it's going to create a soft pressure. Or it's going to create a soft brake pedal that's going to fade to the floor. That's why when you're coming down on Pike's Peak off in your motorhome, they take your temperature every four or five miles because they know that if you get them front brake rotors hot, then we're going to boil the fluid, and then you're going to have air, and then you're going to come down a lot faster than you had planned to. So, but if you put tape on it and Blackwell bled him and you're happy, um, that's the first successful repair he's probably had in two weeks. Nevertheless, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Hi folks, Seth Liebson here. I just wanted to shoot you a quick reminder to listen to the Ask Solar Sandy show airing this Saturday at 5 p.m. And again on Sunday at 10 a.m., Sandy is proving that $0 electric bills are possible, and she shows you how with her proprietary formula, which can eliminate your power bills for good. Your electric bills don't have to destroy your budget anymore. So check out the Ask Solar Sandy show, Saturday at 5 p.m. and Sunday at 10 a.m., right here on 960 The Patriot. They just told us right away that we're going to house you, we're going to feed you, and every single one of his medical bills is just all taken care of. They've saved my family from financial ruin. It allowed me and my wife both to focus on the most important thing, which was the health and well-being of our son. We have phenomenal research, outstanding clinical care, and the generosity of public, which allow us to treat patients regardless of what it takes. And that's what makes St. Jude so magical. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, families never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food, because the only thing a family should worry about is helping their child live. Doctors send us the toughest cases to be treated at St. Jude, and our patients come from all over the world. When we come here, they told me, don't worry, everything's been taken care of. We could never repay St. Jude for what they've given us. Because of you. Gracias a ti. Because, because of, of you. you. There is St. Jude. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier. And it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. 
A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select Alarm Clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. A place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. 960 The Patriot. Well, welcome back, everybody. 43 minutes after the hour of 10, or 11 o'clock. If you have a car question, you still have time to get in. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And Gil, quit picking your nose. Okay? It's a good idea to stop picking your nose. First of all, I have a, 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 a news flash. Um, Blackwell Auto fixed that 59 um, Buick LeSabre, but only after he called my daughter Andy and asked her how to fix it. So um, he does have a support group (laughs) around him. (laughs) And he did use that support group to uh, help fix uh, Gary's 59 Buick LeSabre. Larry Harker's Auto, they don't need any help fixing cars. They're really good. They've been around since 1967, 38th Avenue and Indian School. When you go there, you're going to meet Bob, and he's in the shop, and Ellen runs the front counter and the phones, and they work really well together. But then they've got this kid, Jeremy, in the shop that's a master tech, and he has all the ASC tests under his belt. I only have eight, which I get to call a master. I'm a master. But he's like a master, master, master. He is the top of the line. He's one of very few guys, less than 10, I'm willing to bet, that has passed every single one of the ASC tests they have, which include big trucks and boats and paint and body and all kinds of stuff that I could never pass. So anyway, Larry Harker's Auto, at great at diagnostics as well. Okay, if... And there is a caller. Who who might that be, Gil? Hello, say hello to Tom. Tom, good morning. Uh, good day to you, sir. I got a question of some wild thing. I just went to the uh, emissions test, and they gave me a director's certificate. I don't know what the heck that is, but it's valid, apparently. Can you explain why would they do that? I have no idea. Does Is it your hmm. pass-fail sheet? Um, yeah, you know, it's normally it's the you know gives you the pass and everything, so it's it's valid and it's accepted. Um, it says here civic certificate is being issued because this vehicle cannot be tested due to technical difficulties. Oh, is it possible they gave you that uh, because they couldn't test your car, and that either buys you some time and you don't have to worry about you know getting your car fixed this month in September. It's, it's, well, it's valid for the year now. It's this, um, so they've they've issued a, a new um, uh, license certificate. So okay. that part's good. What kind of car it's is a it? Tw- it? It's a 2015 Volkswagen Passat diesel. Okay. I, I don't have a clue. You're asking me something that I have never, ever experienced. But if they gave you registration for the next year, then perhaps their opa- their ability to measure opacity, which is smoke from a diesel, was inoperative or was not working and they probably just kind of revved up the motor and seen if it was going to puff black smoke like some of the hot rod vws do and because it didn't they said okay it's better chance than not that he's okay that i can only guess yeah Yeah, it was not one of those uh coal blower type things that you may have heard about (laughs) perfectly (laughs) fine 
I like that. I, I've never heard that before, but a coal blower, you're exactly right. There's lots of diesel yeah. trucks out there. When they throttle up, they can they, they leave a smoke trail that would make 007 proud. Yeah, but anyway, I've you know I've been doing this for a long, long time. I've never seen this happen before. But there, I will tell you this: that there was something a little unusual going on. Uh, you know, I sat over in the uh, little sheltered spot where you're supposed to sit, uh-huh. and they had a, I don't know, about four four people hanging around talking about it. So there was something going on. I just don't know what it was. It wasn't the usual, uh, you know, single guy doing something. It was it was a team. Yeah. How long were the lines? Uh, that day I went in, I had no wait at all. I just drove okay. right up. Sometimes what happens is somebody gets stuck. Um, I mean, I was there one time and this engine just quit working, but there was someone in front of it being tested. And so kind of they were in a frantic because they wanted to get this dead car out but they couldn't because oh, there was someone being tested in front of them, which caused the line to back up and all that kind of stuff. So I can't really answer that, but I can tell you this much. The the place that you go to now on a 1 to 10 scale from the place that we went to when we first started emissions, and I think that was in the 70s, are different. It's Fred Flintstone versus, uh, you know, Windows 10. And so oh, yeah, there's yeah, a, a yeah. big difference but, in quality and, 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 and re- re- repeatability. So... Yeah, I, I, I like had it. Good luck with them. There, there were at least four lanes open, and one had nobody waiting, and they waved me over, "Come this way, come this way." So I did, and that's the way it worked out. Because I was looking for the diesel line, and I didn't seem to care, or whatever. I don't know. Now, where did you go to Forty Fourth Street? Uh, no, this was uh, over there by Rain Tree. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's only a couple of diesel places, right? Yes. Yeah, I was going to say because when we when we have one that fails and we have to go back and retest it, I think the one closest to us is like Van Buren or McDowell somewhere in the center of the city. I don't really know because I don't drive them, but uh, our our staff does. So, anyway, well, thank you for calling, and I hope w- between the two of us we figured out that uh, if they gave you registration for a year, they're giving you a buy for this year. There's nothing wrong with that. All righty. If you're uh, if you're on the internet a lot and you do Facebook, then you're certainly welcome to uh, come over to my page. I want to tell you that I don't talk politics. I want to tell you that we're talking car stuff. I want to tell you that some of it's funny. There's somebody who sent a uh, an email or not an email, but posted a Facebook and tagged me about this guy saying, and he's a really old guy that he his arms and his hands will crack when he gets the nut tight, which is basically he's saying that his arms are torque wrenches. But that happens to us older guys where we can kind of feel the amount we need, and we don't need some digital device to tell us you know how much or how little. But it's always better to use that. So if you're going to talk politics, I'm not your guy. If you're going to talk all kinds of other stuff, I'm not your guy. This is a car place. And uh, certainly people ask car questions or make fun of me or whatever. And I'm a big boy. I can handle it. So Mark Salem on Facebook is a great place to go if you want to do that kind of stuff. Um, Gil, 602-508-0960, um, I think Tom was the diesel pat or a certificate question, right? Yeah, okay. All righty. So anyway, um, if you have a question, I'm going to sit here and just uh, look out the window. And by the way, up up north, the hunting season is on full blast, and, and uh, the elk are making lots of noise at night, and they sound like teenage boys looking for a girlfriend. <laughs> and 
and it they scream like you've never heard an animal scream before but i guess that's the kind of uh voice that the uh, the cows the female elk uh, respond to but nevertheless it's always if you go up north this time of the year and you're camping you'll know what i'm talking about because sometimes it'll just keep you awake and uh, and they just do a lot of screaming and and uh, yelling and and whistling and stuff like that so <laughs> when it comes to car repair there's a couple things that have changed since your mothers and fathers um, had their cars first of all is one of them is oil changes and let me explain we have a conventional oil that our mothers and fathers used. That's all they had was a conventional oil. And that was a 3,000-mile oil change interval. People could stretch it to 4,000. Nobody really cared. Now we have a semi-synthetic. The semi-synthetic is supposed to be a mixture of conventional oil and a synthetic oil, but no one tells you what that mixture is. So no one says we're 50-50 or no one says we're 90-10. Just suffice it to say that it's better than the conventional oil, which is kind of on the far left of the scale. So conventional, semi-synthetic, and synthetic. The difference between those three is protection coverage and then cold weather and warm weather um, protection. And then the price is going to be different, but the interval is the big deal. On a conventional oil, three to 5,000 miles at the most. On a semi-synthetic, five to 7,500 at the most. And then, um, so, so on a conventional oil, I need you in about 3,000 miles. On a semi-synthetic, I'd like to see you back about 7,000 miles. On a synthetic, you can go 10 to 15,000 miles, depending on where you want to go. This is how you can decide what you want. All the oils are backward compatible. So you can put a synthetic in an older car, and, and you could probably, you wouldn't want to, but you could probably put an, um, a, a, a conventional oil in a new car. But we have lots of customers that are older, and they're retired, and maybe they only put 3,000 miles a year on their car. I would put a conventional in their car, and I'd wave them in, or I would send them a note that said you're due for an oil change sometime in April or May. I tell my customers I want them to come in at the beginning of the summer so they go through the summer with fresh oil. If they're in the three to 5,000-mile range, once a year oil change is sufficient. There's no reason to change your oil three times a year in spite of what your husband may say. So if you're in the 7,500-mile range, plus or minus, then a sem annually, I should say, 7,500 miles annually, then obviously a semi-synthetic would be appropriate. Most people drive 12,000 miles a year, and you're going to have to get into a synthetic. But no matter when you change your oil, my advice is change it in April or May. That way you go through the winter or the summertime with fresh oil. There's a difference in price on those three oil changes and they can almost double to each one. So if uh, let's say thirty dollars is your is your conventional oil, and then we're going to be in the sixty seventy dollar range, and then we're going to be up close to the hundred plus or minus twenty dollars on the synthetic. Now here's the difference in the synthetic coverage. Well, the, all three of their coverage. A conventional oil is going to turn to a solid, and this is called the pour point. When will it not pour out of a can? is a simplistic way to describe it. So when does the oil turn to a wax? When does the oil turn to the consistency of butter or frosting? Okay, that's kind of how it works. So we can't pump frosting through your engine. We need it to be engine oil. 
So the poor point, a conventional oil at about 15 degrees below zero gets pretty peanut buttery. A semi-synthetic is a little higher, and a full synthetic will flow at 60 below zero. As you can imagine, there's not many places in Arizona (laughs) that we're going to see 60 below zero. So that poor point or that cold weather protection doesn't really apply to most of us. Now, if you're up on the rim and you're in the Sholo Lakeside area, if you're in northern Arizona around the Indian Reservation and the I-40, if you're in Flagstaff, certainly it gets cold. But there isn't any place around here that gets colder than 10 below zero. Now, let's go to the other end, which was which we call the oxidation. That's where it turns to a solid. So the oil turns to a solid just like uh, after you have a piece of toast and um, you just overheat the toast and you put it in the toaster three or four times, then that toast is toast <laughs> and, and it's just going to crumble and do nothing. It has nothing soft. It doesn't. Well, oil has an oxidation point where it just turns to a tar. So a conventional oil will turn to a tar somewhere between 280, 290, 300. But here's the deal. Your car's not going to get into that zone because it's going to quit before that. So we're going to give you protection of the oil, but it's going to be quite a bit higher than what you really need if you're going to drive another five miles when your red light is on, saying your your engine is overheating. So a conventional oil. A semi-synthetic takes you north of 300, and a full synthetic takes you up to 500 degrees Fahrenheit. So otherwise, the oil will continue to flow and will not burn to a crisp until 500 degrees. Let's think about that. 500 degrees. Like I told you, the engine is toast in the tall 200s. It's just toast. It's not going to recover. So why would we care about an oil that would go to 500 degrees Fahrenheit and cause an engine temperature to go to 500 degrees Fahrenheit or at 500 degrees Fahrenheit? The oil is going to flow like water. Well, who cares? The motor's blown up by then. But the benefit, as far as I'm concerned, and I've been trained by both Valvoline and Chevron, the benefit is just the mileage. So you can change your oil three to 5,000 miles. You can change your oil between five and 7,500 miles. And you can change your oil on 7,500 and north of that. So conventional, semi-synthetic, and synthetic. That's the real big difference. Nitrogen in your tire, that's always wadded up my underwear. I don't know why we do that. I know why well, I do know why we do that. It's because we want you to come in and we want to look at your tires and your brakes and check your windshield wipers and look to see when the last time you had an oil change. So in my world, it's called a reoccurring sales opportunity. And, <laughs> and RSO, reoccurring sales opportunity. It's, it's, and they give you free nitrogen and they put green caps on your tires. And, but folks, really and truly, the machines that make that aren't going to make anything that's north of 95% pure. And the air that comes out of your mouth that you breathe is 80% nitrogen. So there's not a real big benefit between the air I put in your tires and the nitrogen that somebody else puts in your tires, other than the fact it may make you feel better. But it's not going to have anything to do with anything else. I'll see you next week.